Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo, Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen. Hello, everybody, and welcome to NVC episode 458. I'm your host this week, Tom Marks, filling in for Casey DeVritas. Uh, everyone is kind of out of town this week. Casey is gone. Brian is gone. Pear, up until last night, you were going to be gone. Yep. But uh, we Meeting are joined by Pear Schneider. Tom, 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 Tom. <laughs> also joining us is Brendan Graber. B-team. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. That's me. And uh, the, the original A-team, Sam Claiborne. 
Uh, what was it? Welcome, Quidditch fans. Yeah, it was what's up, Quidditch fans. <laughs> what's yeah, up, what? Quidditch fans? <laughs> that should be my intro from now on. Yeah. It should. I mean, I'll roll with it. I don't even I'm know what Quidditch is. <laughs> it's it's a silly, silly thing to do. That it's a game where you throw cupcakes at goals. Take up took up a is lot of my life. Is it play if you Brooms. don't fly? The no. the like actual version? The, yeah, it's really the good. actual version. I mean, it's I'm not going to get into this. The here, actual but it muggle is version. It's a sport, and it's very very. Wait, fun. are you? Are you don't like leave a, everybody. Don't leave. Are you <laughs> like a larper? No. Are you a larper? Oh man, dude, the Quidditch community will fight you if you call them larpers. Oh, I'm sorry, Quidditch fans. You made some powerful <laughs> enemies. Today. So if it's not live action role play, what 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 are the four words that it is? Sport. It's a it's a full contact co ed collegiate. So it's, sport. it's witches Live lacrosse. Sports <laughs> yeah, full contact non magical sport. Anyway, okay. we don't have to get into that here. We got lots of Nintendo stuff to talk about this week. Uh, we're going to be talking about first and foremost uh, Mario Kart Tour's beta, which just came out in Japan, and lots of juicy details came out of that. Uh, we're they also weren't supposed to though. N- not supposed to, but Come they did. On. Uh, of course. I mean, they they knew it was going to happen yeah. in some some extent. Uh, we're also going to be talking just about. Uh, you know, last week we talked about our, our kind of hopes and fears around Super Mario Maker 2, and the week before that we did predictions about what we thought we might see at E3. Uh, I want to dig into the things we know we're going to see at E3, or pretty sure we're going to see at E3 from Nintendo, that uh, and kind of just what we want from them and what we're worried about for them, going into that sort of stuff. And then, and then of course, so like for Luigi's Mansion, like plans. fear, ghosts, hope, all the ghosts are sucked into a vacuum. <laughs> I mean, I think that's <laughs> Luigi's fear and hope, yeah, but... Yep. Uh, We'll, we'll see. You don't share that? I mean... Do you want the ghosts to win? I don't mind the ghosts. There was wow. a oh, ghost. Ghosts are universally right. evil. Mm-hmm. Are, every single ghost good. is evil. Wow. Every ghost. That's harsh. But there's a ghost that's your your friend in one of the Paper Mario games, right? Yeah. That that's ghost is also evil. <laughs> doesn't matter who what he's about, fooled. Just had a change of What heart. about the, the ghost puppy? Ghost puppy is, I guess, technically also evil. No, I think, catch it? I, think I think it's chaotic Sam's neutral. Wrong. Sam's <laughs> okay. wrong. Okay, okay. They're good ghosts. Anyway, so uh, a go- big ghost has gotten to Pear Schneider. All ghosts <laughs> are evil. Big ghost is that? He's just been the compromised. King boo at the end, big ghost. Yes, big boo. Yeah. Uh, let's talk though. First, starting out with news. Starting out with news of the Mario Kart Tour beta, uh, which is what we just mentioned. So the beta invites did go out for Android to a limited number of invitees. Uh, in Japan only, and this was, I guess, Tuesday night they started rolling it. Yep. Uh, so people have started playing the game, and although there's some sort of cryptic NDA, we're not entirely sure what the full details of what people can and can't show. Uh, a lot of information is coming out now, including some gameplay that Nintendo has started taking down, gameplay and screenshots already, but once those things <sighs> like are no, out on the internet, no press out outlets are putting this stuff up. Yeah, right. it's, it's like just single people. Uh, a big thread, playing, right? yeah. A big thread in, on reset era is just ca- like uh, collating all of this data, pretty much, yeah. and yeah. gathering all of this info. Uh, a couple of things, really fast, just to to talk about. It's played that we learned really quick today was it's played in portrait mode, which is vertical. Uh, yes. So, which is very different <laughs> from most racing games or the orientation of your eyes. Yes, yes. Uh, yes you exactly. you don't drive forward you the game automatically drives you forward and all you do is steer mm-hmm. uh and then beyond that it kind of looks like mario kart 8 yeah and then we'll get uh, into then you this. Tap to throw stuff i think you it's more mario kart stuff. 7 than 8 right because there's no right. anti-grav okay that's fair and that's by fair. by the way you steer you can you can use tilt controls mm-hmm. i'm using tilt controls <laughs> or you can drag your finger you have you have like an arrow display on your um on your screen so you, Somehow you can do you right. power slide 
Yeah. I don't. So yeah, I was looking at that. I think you can either there's a there's an option for like manual power sliding. Yeah. If you hold uh, when you're turning, if you hold that turn, you start power sliding. Yeah, it's like if the it looks like if the arrow maintains the exact arc for like a certain amount of seconds, Mm -hmm. you start the slide. So you kind of visually see. Yeah. And and then there's baby mode if you don't want to bother with sliding. Well, that is the baby mode. Is that what you're saying? No, no. no, The manual mode is 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 that what we're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I kind of like that. I mean, it seems interesting. Mm-hmm. The vertical doesn't bother me too much because you can see ahead of you pretty clearly because the graphics look freaking amazing. Yeah. Right. And so it's like it doesn't look like it, it's it's. I don't but think side to side is super important in Mario. No, but they they'll they'll design the courses to not be so curvy well, because of that, well, right? Like I don't think they will because they're, every course you've seen is from a previous game already. Yeah, yeah, but so you're not going to get a ghost house with with corners like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. So I was seeing, I was looking at some footage, and in addition to the courses, there's also some kind of like uh, other modes where it's like it's Luigi's Mansion, the racetrack, but it's you have to avoid a bunch of hazards. Right. So there's no other racers, and I was watching the guy play, and you can't really see the piranha plants on the side of your vision. So if it's in a wide open area, it's kind of hard to see these hazards before you run into them so that's mm-hmm. why i'm like uh, i don't know if vertical was the best choice mm-hmm. in some parts okay. yeah i could see it when there's a straightaway and you want to see like what's on the road but there are some things when there are people to the side of you that you don't see coming until it's too late and one guy thing- zach ryan is texting me right now you want me to tell him anything <laughs> <laughs> tell him Did to he pick know? up his stuff yeah exactly. <laughs> he left <laughs> a bunch of pikachu clean here. up your desk you're supposed to say that before you fire somebody that's right. yeah. he didn't get fired so we weren't able to say that now his desk is just not cleaned up that's right <laughs> If someone leaves amicably, it's yeah. more of a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, one thing that we should couch this whole conversation about Mario Kart Tour in is it is a beta. Mm-hmm. We don't know how much is going to change. We haven't played it ourselves, right? There's a lot that potentially if the feedback is, hey, we don't like these things, hey, let's uh-huh. play in this mode, maybe they'll make changes. We don't have a well, sense of when it comes out, right? I, I mean, Speaking. I think the things that people are not going to like is what you were going to say. Yeah. 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 Yes. So I want to read a quote real quick. Uh, <laughs> a, a guy named uh, Sirkon Toto, I think I'm pronouncing yeah. that right, from Kanton Games, which is an industry good man. in Japan, uh, tweeted out, uh, and this is his quote, Looks like Mario Kart Tour beta is pretty hardcore with regards to monetization. Multi-level gotcha for drivers, carts, and gliders. Rare drivers have advantages during races. Stamina system limits races available on hourly basis. And then he says, subject to change, this is a beta. That sounds like almost the the worst case scenario in terms of monetization. I think everybody was... was hoping for more of a Mario Run approach for this one. It's right. At least, you know, core gamers who are used to buying their games and, and just playing them uninterrupted. But it is a, it is a no, now you can't play this game game yeah. unless you pay. Illegal right? in Belgium. Illegal in right. Belgium. Yeah, it's not going to be Belgium. Sorry, loot, Belgium fans. Loot boxes. Should yeah. be illegal everywhere. It's yeah. very interesting that they went this route, and especially the thing that concerns me, and we don't know the extent of this quite yet, or at least not while recording this, of... What are those advantages? There were yeah. people talking about how, like, if you use Toadette on the Toad Circuit course, you can yeah. carry more items. Or so something I did like look that. into this a little bit. Yeah, and some characters just have that, right? Yeah, there's an inherent advantage to characters depending on what level it is. So I noticed, like, in the uh, what was it, the Super Nintendo uh, Choco Planes or whatever that one was called, if you had uh, Toadette or Metal Mario, they would have be able to carry three items at a time. Mm-hmm. And if you were playing Luigi, you only get one item at a time. Mm. However, if you go to the Luigi's Mansion course, Luigi gets three items at a time, and it's like reversed. So I don't know if the the rarity of the character means that more courses favor them as mm. opposed to other characters, 
or, or do you just get to switch characters so much that you're always going to have an advantage by course? It seems like you can change you character by course. So I don't think you're locked in like you are for I mean, Mario Kart well, 7 Well, that's your answer then, right? It's like if you have every character, then you're going to be better than other people. Yeah. Uh, and so yep. if you're, you know... And if they're all coming out of a gotcha ball, then you're going to have to work a long time to get all the characters. And the problem with the this is this triple gotcha pull is in like Fire Emblem Heroes, you roll for a hero. In this game, you can roll, but you'll either get a character, a cart, or a glider. You don't get to choose which one. Mm-hmm. But and, and we don't know. Do we know the extent yet of what some of these things change? Like, is a glider just yeah. cosmetic? Yeah, so I actually have some of this info. The The glider changes. Uh, it can give you an item at the start, like a mushroom, and it can also influence which items you're likely to find when you go over an item block. Interesting. And then the carts will just give like you... Just like a glider in real life. Yes. yes. And then the carts will change... Uh, it'll, they'll increase the boost of a certain type of boost. So some will increase the rocket boost at the start. Some will increase the rocket boost you get from uh, doing a, uh, a slide. Or some will from like the speed boost, like the ramps. Mm-hmm. So depending on which course you're going to, if you know this course has a lot more of this type of speed up, hmm. you can then make sure that you have the best car possible. That's hmm. interesting. So I think not, I, I wouldn't call that pay to win, but it's pay to have more options. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. the other part of this is that there's no microtransactions of like buying stuff in the beta yet. So we don't know how this is going to be monetized beyond this gotcha system. Mm-hmm. It could be that you just buy the game and you are subjected to the gotcha stuff without money. I doubt that's the case. I'm so assuming that, point, Tom, that, that like we actually don't know that mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. right now there's... It could there's, be just be an annoying system, but not an annoying system that preys on people that are prone to gambling. Right. Exactly. People that are, you know, that are targeted by these apps. And and that's a very different thing, right? Like the loop, loot boxes inherently i don't think are problems if they're used creatively or used well but it's the loot boxes that are like you have to pump money into this and if you don't it's incredibly slow for you to progress in the game that's when it kind of crosses a line for me in a big way Mm -hmm. and we don't have that answer yet it's certainly set up in ways in the same way that games that also do that there's a reason why you don't just put a store up and say hey if you want these characters they are each 99 cents right the reason is that they they prey on people that are going to be obsessed with the random selection and not get what they want they keep on putting money in that's an actual calculation so case store versus gambling and it, it disturbs me that like the, uh, Nintendo's buying into that. I, I don't. We, think I mean, we don't know. We'll see, yeah. right? Um, there's certainly a, a random element done well in games keeps it interesting. And I, I always like the notion of like in games like Plants vs Zombies, like opening the packs at the end. You didn't have to pay for them at the time when it came out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The, uh, so if that was the case, and it was shooter. all just like you pay twenty bucks for this game, and you know it has this annoying but like persistent unlockable system. Mm-hmm. That's not too different from other Mario Karts. They all have yeah. annoying but persistent unlockable systems. That's, That's just right. what they have. I do That's wonder fair. how <laughs> far the unlockables will go because Mario Kart, well, by the time we got eight, we had baby versions of characters, metal versions of characters, skeletal versions of characters, but the roster of Mario isn't as huge as, say, like Fire Emblem Heroes, which is every Fire Emblem game and all the side characters Th- show up. Think of all the costumes. There could like, be costumes. Just think of Mario <laughs> and how many costumes he had on in Odyssey. And there that could like, be a different character for each one of yeah, them. Yeah, there are 10 Mario am- Amiibos or whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. really happy to just change gears here. Uh, Dino Dino Jungle, to see that level from GameCube, was right. really, really cool to see in it. And it looked amazing. That's I think it looks so smooth and lovely. I think it's like such a great looking. Like Nintendo can do this on phones too. That's mind blowing. to Well, me. I mean they're testing everything because of Mario Kart Ultimate eventually coming that has every course ever and every <laughs> character ever. Every, everyone is here. If Ultimate became a series. Yeah. It would be really really cool. 
WarioWare Ultimate? This, I mean, this is the franchise to do it with, right? It is. Yeah. <laughs> but well, the last game here. had more options than anything else. It just didn't have every horse ever. That's right. Yeah. yeah the it was pretty feature-rich like yep. and, and level-rich, yeah. People are saying also, I think I saw somewhere that currently in the beta there are... 16 circuits which are like four courses each but one of those courses seems to be it's what a bonus you were talking course, about, yeah. like a bonus course mm-hmm. so and some of them might be reverse courses so it's unclear currently oh, yeah. how many levels are actually in the game if there are any new levels i kind of would almost just be cool with them using old levels entirely for this well and presumably i mean if this is a service game they'll be uh, sega they'll be uh, released <laughs> over time right they'll add more that courses joke is to that keep service going. games is the contraction that makes the, t- the term Sega. Sega is it Sega. actually? Is that what it's yes. based on? Oh, wow. I, I thought you knew. Thank yeah, you they're, for... They're uh, a pinball uh, repair company in Hawaii <laughs> before they were Sega yeah. in Japan. Service games. Thank you for, for rescuing me true. from making absolutely an true. obscure joke. I was confused. Yeah. I had no uh-huh. idea. Today yeah. I learned. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah. I'm, uh, did I, you know that IGN? knocked me completely <laughs> off the rails. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Did you know IGN stands for I Got Nuts? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> It's only true because he says it, though, all the time. You get to make the rules. It it used to be, no, it used to be a a peanut company. I thought it was Internet Gamer Gnomes. No? No? No. All right, sorry, Tom. (laughs) Keep going. IGG. No, the the G's gone. Mm -hmm. Uh, What were were we talking about? Mario Kart, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, Uh, he was talking about games as service, I think. Right. Yeah, I I mean, that sounds like a pretty big lineup of courses for a game mm-hmm. that I figure would expand over time to keep people interested in playing. And there are like 31 characters that people yeah. have data mined right. have been able to unlock so far. There so, are no surprises. <laughs> so we did breeze over this a little bit, because, but I do want to bring it up again just a little more clearly if people didn't catch on. There is a stamina system in this game. Hearts. Hearts, where you spend those to race, Mm -hmm. and if you run out, you have to wait a certain amount of hours to get more. From what I saw, I mean, this is a piece of a YouTube video someone put up. When they used one and finished the track, it said... 13 minutes till your next heart. I Ugh. hate that. Oof. I hate it so I, much. I, I, are, there, are there any people out there who love that, including the developers, who are basically <laughs> coding a system that prevents people, people from, from enjoying, the enjoying game. their game? Why? It's so weird. But it's like, what an era, I, I what gotta, era is this that we're in? It's I got to so say, weird. with some of the early era you know, free-to-play games, like your Candy Crushes, I didn't mind it because I would play these games while waiting for something, and then I was fine to just let the game sit. Like um, what I, I, it's so but now, brutal. I was on and off on Final Heroes for a while, and what I liked it was that your stamina and that started at a hundred, mm-hmm. and then went down. You know, when you used different ma- different difficulty matches, took up different stamina, but then over time would go back to a hundred. In Mario Kart, you start off with five, I think, and you mm-hmm. can get more from like prize packs, I think. But I wonder, does it reset to just five, or does it go up higher than that? Because that really will affect how much enjoyment you can get at a time. If you can only have to wait for five hearts at a time, if you're lucky. That's not. That's five courses, yeah. Every fifteen minutes or that's more. So Overall, I, I don't know about you guys, but seeing this stuff has made me excited to play it and really nervous about how it is going to be to deal with all of that gotcha and yeah. stamina stuff. I'm just I, wondering, what do I get out of this that I wouldn't get out of Mario Kart? So that right. is, I think that's the big thing here. When Nintendo announced their mobile games, they said it will be a complementary strategy. Mm-hmm. These games will be different. And so I I would have never expected Mario Kart to be so on the nose. That mm-hmm. is literally yeah. a racer you play it's against surprising, others. right? So like, is there a twist? Like is there that. like a... Always, you know, like, is the racing online going to be like interesting in some way? Yeah. Not everything is unlocked unfair. in the beta. People yeah. are saying things like 200cc are there but locked. So it could be that 
we haven't seen everything. Yeah. CCs don't really matter if your car, if you can race I, people that automatically <laughs> stay on I, the course. I thought for sure this was like a race betting game or something where you're mm-hmm. watching people race and you bet yeah. on them. It not really would be not actually <laughs> real Mario Kart, but yeah, I mean, seems that to is surprising to yeah. me too. I'm uh, I'm a little nervous about the the where the microtransactions fit into this, but to Nintendo's credit, they did do that thing with Fire Emblem, right, or for, with Dr- Dragalia Lost a mm-hmm. few months ago, where they actually toned down the microtransactions, yeah. the grindiness, because they thought it was too grindy. Uh, so maybe we should to, And to Jeff's credit for Fire Emblem, like, yeah, people have had complaints about, like, the end game kind of grind, but they give out so much free stuff all the time. They're just right. like, every first pull for a new banner is free. Yeah. And, like, they'll be like, hey, you you guys been here for a year. Here's 200 orbs. Go crazy. Like, so I like that they do that. So hopefully Mario Kart isn't a too predatory about that. And speaking of predatory practices, Ooh. let's get into well, hold some... On. I want to hear oh. what your where favorite Mario Kart games are. Oh, favorite Mario Kart games. Just individually. What's yours? I don't know. I think 8 Deluxe is hard to beat. Okay. Mine's Double Dash is high up there, Dash. too. Wow. Double Dash is your favorite? Yeah. That's I don't surprising. think it's ever been topped in any way. Why? Because of the co-op mechanic? I like the fact that, that, that there are differences to the characters that are meaningful in okay. what weapons they have. And then uh, I just think the course package is just, it's limited, but so much better that, than any of the other. That was games. my issue. I, I thought it was too slow and the course is too wide. Wide. Yeah. I, th- I thought they were very wide. The Baby Park. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. And Baby Park was the ultimate insult course. And in, in 8, it's actually complete mayhem and super oh, yeah. fun. Now, I think 8, you just can't beat it. Hmm. It's so, it feels so good. Yeah. It's so right. 8 was great, but uh, 64's block for multiplayer battle. Dude, nothing is top. True. In terms of the verses, nothing is top 64. 64 right has be- the best three players, certainly. <laughs> Four player can get a little ch- chunky and ch- yeah. choppy. Cool. But, Sorry. Yeah. All right. No, no, no. And two player GP now? was amazing in that well, game. Well, that was after you ruined my wonderful segue there, Sam. But Do it again. Look, I can't let you get let's away rewind. with segues. <laughs> like no, let's go into some news. Uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about is related to what we were just talking about, which is Nintendo, we already mentioned it, is shutting down Fire Emblem Heroes and Animal Crossing Pocket Camp in Belgium due to their inclusion of loot boxes. It's going into effect August 27th, so listening in from Belgium, play those games before August 27th. And sorry, you probably won't get Mario Kart. Yeah, Yeah, Mario Kart, I doubt Mario Kart Tour will come there with this sort of, if it does have what we think it has and what it looks like it has, then yeah. Well, look, at least Belgium, at least you have beer. Yeah, you well, really I was good say, so, you can. It's only a few hours across, right? Yeah. So you could just drive to any other neighboring country. And, and you have that crazy building in <laughs> Brussels, too. You can climb on that, the weird atomium thing. I've been to Brussels, but I don't remember a crazy building. You don't remember that? They have that crazy thing that looks like an Is atom. A jungle gym? And then you have uh, Akul Poirot. That's all we know about <laughs> Belgium. <laughs> and, the, and he was written by an English lady. The beer, though. Seriously. Yeah, the beer is awesome. Seriously. Uh, by the way, it, not to just pick on Belgium here, this these kinds we'll of laws will be will be passed in other countries as yeah. well. So I don't think this is the last one for no. sure. Uh, there's already talk of it, especially in the Europe, somewhere else mm-hmm. in Europe. I'm not. I can't remember where now, but uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see more games, not Nintendo, start getting cut out of yep. those places too. Uh, another little bit of news that's kind of cool is that Uniqlo was running a Pokemon shirt competition that has now ended. So you can go check out uh, some new shirts at Uniqlo. That you can't get anymore? Is no. that what you're telling people? <laughs> no, they're, they're available. <laughs> they don't go on sale until June 24th. I see. Okay. So June 24th is when you should set your calendars. They'll be available online in stores. And they're all just like limited, cool right? and weird. They're very limited, but mm-hmm. they're just really neat designs. Yeah, the Pokemon ones they had, was it last year? Uh, were really good. The yeah. Metroid, I, I bought that one. They've been doing nerdy shirts here and there. It's so funny to me that Uniqlo gets into 
that sort of thing because and a lot of what they built their brand on is just like really comfy sweaters and now they're getting into video they're games really stuff cool too. there was one like a creepy gengar shirt that yeah, looked yeah, really yeah. good and and they're created by people all around the the planet basically mm-hmm. right the designers i feel like they're a lot more stylish than what you would see at like a hot topic where it's just like here's the poster art slap on mm-hmm. a t-shirt have fun I'm yeah. actually so surprised that they're supporting this. Like, I feel like I've, in the past, you know, Pokemon Company was so restrictive when it came to utilizing their characters and how they would be presented. And these are pretty far off from the. You but know, now we got a Pokemon movie. Stuff. Yeah. I like okay. the one that looks like kind of like an embroidered tunic. Mm-hmm. See that one? Mm-hmm. It's like green. Yeah. I don't know what's on it. Yeah, it's good stuff. I don't like shirts that have side prints. I just, I don't. Get I'm, it. I'm with you with that one. That. But yeah. there's a really classy one. I can't pull one. it off. I'll tell you that. There's a really classy <laughs> one that's just white with a pocket that just has the little uh, missing no with the question mark missing no right on the pocket. It's really cute. That one. There's yeah. good ones. See? We also embedded and check out our article about this. We, there, I think there's like every single T-shirt we have in a slideshow. But there's also the embed in there of the uh, the polo shirt style ones or the dress mm. shirt style ones that, that were you know from like a year ago. Yeah, those designs are really cool. They each have a tiny. The uh, the embed, eh? You're talking shop here. <laughs> Do people not know what that is? I don't think people know what a service games is. I think people have been embedding uh, YouTube videos for about 20 years. Now. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, the the funny thing is that the Uniqlo ones. Not quite as cool as those fancy Pokemon ones. Probably a lot more affordable, though. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, another little bit of news, and I, I kind of selfishly put this on the list, I'm not going to lie. Final <laughs> Fantasy VII Switch port was randomly updated last week <laughs> to fix a audio bug that was first introduced in the 2012 <laughs> PC port of the game. <laughs> And it was eventually fixed in the PC port of the game, and then they ported it to PS4 in 2015, and it reintroduced the same bug. Oh, my God. Never fixed it, released it on Switch, reintroduced the same bug, and finally, randomly, they just updated to 1.0.1. Well, that's great. Switch is the definitive version. Uh, I think they also updated the Xbox version, so... But... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, did you encounter this bug yourself when you played the PC version originally? Uh, on yeah, I, I didn't play much of that PC port because it had other issues too. It's like yeah. weird, uh, weird music. And Would you say a it's a stuff. sort of random encounter? <laughs> Ooh. Actually, yeah. it's very consistent and rep- repeatable. I prefer replicable. That. All right. uh, yeah, so this well, that's bug, good news. This bug was, if anybody doesn't know, and if you had been holding off on playing Final Fantasy VII because of it, because there are actually people who were every time you went from wait, a random wait, whoa, encounter. Whoa, whoa, whoa. People were not playing this game because of the audio bug. There was it's how a bad real, was it? It's a really annoying. Bug. Is it like people like when they scream when in your they ear? eat on on microphone? <laughs> so and you have to listen to it. <laughs> That's the bug. Yeah. That's the bug. Something, ASMR yeah, something cloud like that, Don't yeah. don't even make the jokes. People will stop listening. Uh, no, so it's a very minor some bug that was like very that? annoying. So some people do. I'm not. I'm not judging. My wife That's likes all. ASMR. Some people like whispering. I don't understand it. Yeah. There you go. Oh, I understand ASMR. I'm no, just, I don't. The chewing. The chewing. Yeah, it's that. The chewing ASMR. I think okay. we've chewed on this a little bit too long. Yeah. The, Is that a segue? Segue. No, the bug. I want to try to explain the bug. Nobody let me. It's kind of annoying, but it's not huge. Basically, every time you entered a random encounter and then left it, the overworld music would restart. So you'd only ever hear the first 20 seconds of any overworld track, and then you'd get in a fight, and it would restart when you came back out. And you would just hear that on loop forever and ever and ever. But it wasn't ever. like That's that the in the part. PlayStation version? It was that it was like that and not like that in the original version. Yeah. So in the original version it would find on the disc where it had like Red Book Audio, which is like an audio track. Yeah. It would find the seconds and start back there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Twenty seconds so in. So you'd get to hear the 40 whole song eventually. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, there was also a bug where coming out of cutscenes it would flash bla- black, the screen would, and they fixed that as well. So if you're holding off, 
they fixed that game up a little bit on Switch. So it does sound like it'd be annoying to hear the start of the overall yeah, theme it's song. Not, game. It's not game-breaking, but okay. it's definitely not like a good experience. Tom, Tom I'm, I'm actually really excited about your next piece of news because... I was just lying awake all night worrying about this next thing. <laughs> so this next piece is a segue, yeah. mostly. Yeah. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 has officially been raided in Korea. So, yeah, I woke up sweating, <laughs> hoping it had been raided in Korea. <laughs> what does this mean? We've been Why waiting this for news, the pay for weeks. <laughs> this, weeks. This is a bit of a weird one. I will agree. And it's in North Korea, of course. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> so... Essentially, what people are inferring from this is if it's at the point where it can be raided in a region, maybe it's getting close to the end of its cycle, and that means maybe at E3 we're going to get a date that is within a month or two or something like that, right? Like maybe it's really, really close, much closer to release because we haven't really heard anything about it, but if it's gotten raided, then that means it's farther along than maybe we thought. I definitely think it's in the the early fall lineup probably because July is... Fire Emblem, and do we have any specific dates after that? June is Super Mario Maker, July is Fire Emblem, and no, we don't have any more details. Yeah. So I think I the whole th- idea is to align it with Halloween. I mean, that's actually why, a pretty why good would idea. they not? Yeah, we thought it would be October, but we'll see. Well, there's summer let's, ghosts let's too. Let's talk about what we want then. From oh, actually, actually, actually hold on a second. Evil. Evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, oh, in Japan, eh, summertime okay. is when they show all the ghost movies on television. Mm, That's cool. the the you're cooling down when it's hot, but being scared. Oh. So that might actually be a Japan release for okay. this. Don't you get more like sweaty and stressed when you see no. ghosts? Though no, you you you. Maybe you sweat and the sweat cools you there. Mm, so what? Okay. It could be like yeah. end of August. Yeah, September-ish. That July and August are hell in many parts of Japan. It's very hot. Well, that's a good yeah. prediction, actually. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about what else we think we might see from the big, I guess it's big six, but we're going to skip one of them. Nintendo has, as far as I can tell, six big first-party games that have been promised for 2019. The Sinister Sticks. Six, sorry. <laughs> Sticks? Yeah. Sticks. Yeah. Almost stuck it. Oops. Uh, two of which have release dates, and the <coughs> other four are just 2019. The two that have release dates are uh, Super Mario Maker 2 and Fire Emblem three houses. Yep. The other four are Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, Animal Crossing, which we know nothing about besides Tom Nook will be in it and have a computer, and Luigi's Mansion 3, and then Pokemon Sword and Shield. Does Tom Nook wear a bow tie? No. Okay, mm. I'm just checking. He's got a little sweater vest. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what I want to do is I want to go around and kind of ask you guys, do you know all the characters that wear bow ties? Not offhand. The bow tie no. cinematic universe. I just you were very quick to jump on that. Like, doesn't Doraemon have a bow tie? The cat, or does he have a propeller? He has a know. propeller. I know the the cat in Splatoon has a little a robot, imprint of a, so. of a bow tie. Yeah, but it's just in his fur pattern. See, you guys know more about what characters have bow ties than I do. I, do. I just know Tom Nook probably doesn't have one. Do you probably. have? Like, <laughs> all right, I sense it. I'm gonna look it up. Do you have? <laughs> do you have PJs with a bow tie? No. Okay. That's a good present. Christmas present. Yeah. Here we go. Oh okay. Goodness, Secret Santa. Christmas. So what I want to do is I want to talk to you guys about basically one hope and one fear or what one thing that you want to be announced for each of these games at E3 and one thing that you are afraid will be announced or maybe don't want to uh, don't want to see happen. Okay. Uh, and we can because of that segue start with Luigi's Mansion if I can find my notes. Oh boy, Tom, I don't know if this is good news or bad news. What? He does have a tie. Right. But it's not a bow tie. It's under. Also, yeah. looking at it's DeviantArt it's pictures, that's just going to end up dark I'm just hole. Zooming in on one. Yeah. We need that's some pictures of Tom Nook with a bow tie. It's 
I mean, it's no coincidence his name is Tom. I guess yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Anyway. So <laughs> one thing that we hope will come true and one yeah, thing that we fear. Because we already we already want. we already talked about uh you know, our predictions okay. of what Nintendo might actually do. This is what we want from these games, or don't want. So, for example, my fear with Luigi's Mansion 3 is that they're going to come out and they're going to announce it and they're going to say, it's Luigi's Mansion 2 style and it's all level-based. And it's individual levels that are linear like the second game rather than the first like, game. Was that uh, mean like Dark Moon? Yeah, Dark, yeah. Yes. Dark Moon was, Dark was, Moon, was, was stage or mission It was stages. It was. I think it was Wasn't fun. that to expand it? No, it was. I think it was really because of the 3DS limitations. They knew that on the go, that you want to just get through a mission quickly, close your 3DS, come back later, do the next mission. I agree. I, I love that. I love that setup of a mansion where you unlock doors and you find new ways in. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like yeah. the Mario 64 castle. Like, yep. it, it is cool to have a sense of place and secrets in that place that expand other. Or Resident Evil, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that too. My hope for Luigi's Mansion 3 was that it's out now, but now talking to Pear, I think that that's probably less likely. <laughs> that's going to be their, you can get it right now game. It won't I love be that, that when that happens. I think so. I think they, I think they want to build up a little bit more marketing for that. Oh, one. totally. Yeah. Mm. They, we would, they would not the just release yeah. that game, but I really hope they do. The games that are out now are the ones that usually don't have any marketing attached to them, namely mobile games. You know, like a Fallout Shelter would mm. come out, and they just kind of toss it out there. Um, or Mario Kart Tour. Yeah, or Mario Kart <laughs> Tour apparently to a select. My hope few. is that it has a run button, and, <laughs> and my fear is that uh, you permanently have to crawl. <laughs> That's a good I mean, I think we've seen some the, the small trailer that we did see that he wasn't crawling. Yeah. Well, you so never know. Good. But if there's a stand up and walk normally button and you're normally crawling, <laughs> games are iterative. Maybe, like, like maybe they went crawling. Deep, dark fears you have about video games. <laughs> uh, no, my, my greatest, I mean, I actually think those games are too slow for me. So mm. I would like yep. to be able to, you know, backtrack and explore in like a more convenient way. Uh, I like the battle system in those games, and the, the exploration uh, needs some improvement. Yeah. Uh, so I guess building off of your your hopes for how it looks, like the one thing we did see at the end when they showed the title screen for the the logo for a mansion is it's like it looks like a hotel. It's mm. a huge tower. So I hope that that is not mission based, but I do kind of hope we get like this level tier of like unlocking different areas mm. and like maybe it'd be like like a Metroidvania of like hey to unlock this level you need this certain key that you have to go back to and find later. So I w- I want to hear more about how this the verticality of this mansion is going to play into the game. Uh, my fear, or my thing I don't want to see, is I don't want to see Gooigi multiplayer. Gooigi? The multiplayer, if they put in the 3DS version of yeah, Go- Oh, man, Gooigi's I don't think I ever... ectoplasmic projection of Luigi. I don't think I ever played that, actually. Yeah, I'm fine with this just being Luigi by himself getting scared. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need co-op. Did you guys play the Luigi's Mansion arcade game? No, yes. but it looks really cool. It's really neat. They have it at... Uh, whatever it's called, Dave and Buster, yeah. Daily City. So my hope is that it's a Metroidvania setup where you gain new powers, you upgrade your your vacuum cleaner, and you get to new get to open new doors and all of that. Uh, my fear is that they're not going to have the same passion for contextual audio that I do. I absolutely loved it that Luigi walked around humming the music yeah, mm-hmm. at the same time, or like the whole like Mario when you like hit walls, like and the different things that he says. That was I a want really that. good impression. By I the love way. that. Mario. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really good one. And it's funny because when Luigi's Mansion came out, they were doing that with Pikmin also, where if you brought the Pikmin out, yeah, they, they would sing. sing. Yep. Yeah. Actually, I have a new fear. Oh, yeah. yeah, they don't have a dedicated Mario button. To call out for Mario, that was like the dedicated A button. Mario. It'd be funny Mario. if they had. Uh, well, if Mario. Okay. So I don't need a run button if there's a morph ball. Interesting. Okay. All right. 
Are you sure you're just confused with Metroid? Yeah, I think that's you guys did that. I didn't talk about oh, Metroid okay. at all. All right. I know, but he can't crawl. He morph ball. It seems like Samus can't crawl. Yeah. Okay. Can't Metroid crawl. Metroid can't crawl. Sam, I feel like you're going off the rails here. Yeah. Why? <laughs> you don't think Luigi you just can roll into a ball? I mean, all right. Fair enough. Well, if we're gonna get a Metroid game, let's just go full Metroid. <laughs> okay. All right. Metroid and Ghosts. Let's do all right. it. I see. I see. Didn't what they do that with three or two? Yeah. Or, there was like Ghost Samus. I don't know. What uh, other? Uh, you, you think? Well, there's always been Chozo ghosts, and you have to fight them in Metroid oh, yeah. Prime. Yeah. yeah, and Dark Samuses who are corrupted what? versions. Right, That's they're evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they were your protectors. They just kind of got corrupted. They're they're hey, good at heart. The whole ghost. Is, if somebody you, gets corrupted, they're evil. Sam, <laughs> you got to stop. Like, not all ghosts are evil. The Holy Ghost. Every <laughs> ghost is evil. <laughs> the Holy Ghost. Okay. All right, he we're getting into sacrilegious territory here. No. So I'm gonna I want to switch gears to uh, Legends of the Link's Awakening. This is a little bit of a weirder one because it is a remake. So mine's really simple. What is what are your hopes? My for? hope is that they don't change anything. My fear is they change something. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Like <laughs> Majora's Mask 3D. See that's when they went back and like, hey, what if we put giant oh. eyes on the bosses? Wouldn't that be neat? It wasn't neat. Didn't need that. See, giant that's different eyes? than my fear. Or that mine is. I hope that they show off new stuff. I really, I, I want them, like, maybe yeah. not change stuff, but I hope that they are, like, that this is a little bit more than a remake, that they have a new area or a new something. I agree. I want them to have something unique, a, a new area in the game. Um, that is that is my hope. Uh, fears, I don't know. I've, I, I've watched the footage so far, and, like, it just looks exactly what I want. Like, I don't have any fears. Maybe uh, my fear is that the Game Boy camera won't be supported. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which, yes. <laughs> Honestly, I was having trouble I, with this one too. I wonder what they will do though with those kind of Game Boy specific little things. Mm-hmm. I hope I I'm can gonna, still steal. I'm going to cheat then. I hope we get the Oracle games in the same style afterwards. Ooh. Well, so that was one of the things is I, I, I guess I just don't have a fear about this game either because no. my fear was mostly that this is the only Zelda thing they talk about at the show. Oh, that's there was, a good one. There was rumors that there might be another Zelda in 2019 that would be a smaller sort of thing, and we don't really know what that is. Well, then no, that's the that turned out to be. Be the Necrodancer spinoff. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, right. oh gosh. Of I, didn't, I didn't put those pieces together. There was some rumors that it was going to be a multiplayer game that would tick people off, but it was um, it wasn't. It yeah, was a spinoff. I, I, I want there to be I want there to be a good amount of this, either a good amount of this or some other sort of tease of mm-hmm. something Zelda, because I love Zelda and it's it's been a while and I I could overdose on it and be happy. <laughs> I mean, Breath of the Wild two, whatever it's going to be called, like has to be in development. Yeah, and, not that uh, they're going to show that this year. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, think I hope there's a one little early, right? Yeah. With like you know a dark world or something in Breath of the Wild. Majora's Mask style. That map could be mm. totally used. Yeah, Haunted Hyrule. I still yeah, want haunted. it. Yeah, and every ghost. Basically, yes. I'm saying Wind Waker <laughs> HD. That's what I really mean when I say that. Casper is not bad. <laughs> uh, Casper is not bad. Casper haunts people. <laughs> but That's bad. Friendly but he's ghost. a friend. That's That's it's, do you want a friendly ghost? Even. Uh, <laughs> All right. Fine. <laughs> A child ghost walking around your house. They're trying to make light Bruce of Bruce Willis. You just spoiled the movie. No. <laughs> we, we don't, don't know what movie. It could be Die Hard. Die Hard 3. Yes. <laughs> we don't okay. have to talk Who's, about that. Keep going. Uh, let's talk about Animal Crossing because it's happy and I want to be happy and stop arguing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you guys hoping well, what for? What is the show normally game? like? Yeah. That's, well, we actually that's don't fair. argue at all. We just really? make jokes wow. about dragons, and then we talk about all the new games that I came feel out. Like he's trying to dial it down ten percent. That's I all. just want it to be divisive so people keep listening. Oh, yeah. yeah, we want to make your host job interesting. Yeah. Uh, Animal Crossing. My fear is that it is 
very close to the previous games. Yep, exactly. With no big expanded kind of like long-term quest elements that keep me to, to, that make me come back because the the gameplay loop of seeing what a holiday would li- look like or what what would change over time as as plants grow or uh, wanting to collect all the fruit that loop is kind of old for me and I need something that expands beyond it like something that is more than just collect every piece of furniture and trade fruit with your friends. Um, that's my fear that it's gonna be very close to it, with with some new gameplay element, like there's a university you can go to or something, you know, like where those are never can, that interesting, yeah. right? Um, my uh, my hope is that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I'll <laughs> add here is, a little bit. Mine was the exact thing, but I, I think the collectible sets specifically have been exactly the same. I know there's a slightly different dragonfly every once in a yeah. while, but the, the, <laughs> the bugs, fish, fossil. Um, what am I missing? Gyroids or whatever. Uh, those those are yeah. all the, those are all the same sets. Paintings. Always. Oh yes. Yeah. And I Carpets. love fishing and I love all that <laughs> stuff, but like it's always the same. And the furniture is still the same. Mm-hmm. They yeah. imported the furniture designs. And like my house actually like has like I always try to get the new stuff, but it's hard to do now. Oh, there's so much old stuff, and it's all randomized. So you get all the old stuff. I take it back. I hope that there are more customization options for like ground and stuff. That mm. was so cool. Being able to customize stuff and and make your town like create patterns and place bridges, mosaics, and all that. Yep. Yeah. I guess we're in a in a quite a bit of a theme here because yeah, my fear is also that the same characters give out the same stuff. Like Gracie has the same fashion line for the past like five games. Mm -hmm. Like get some new material, please. (laughs) Um, And like all the special characters. Like if you see Gulliver. He does the exact same thing every time. He's on the beach. Wake him up. You get a thing. You see mm-hmm. the uh, the otter in the water. He gives you a pirate theme. That's it. Like I would like to be, if they just remix, like either how you find them or what they can give out. That would be. It would go a long way, I or, think. Or they do like Breath of the Wild, where like everything is different. Like mm-hmm. what you're expecting is not going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hopes are that there are expanded multiplayer elements, like being able to not just go to someone's town, but like bring your RV and have a custom tricked out like the uh, the crossing camp or have a little tent, like mm-hmm. your own campground, that you can actually bring your customization with you so that people who are seeing you visit the town can see what you have as well. Would be kind of a neat thing to do. To basically show off your stuff as you could travel around people's t- towns. So you brought up the Breath of the Wild thing. My hope is an overworld. I want the village Ooh. to be the village, but I want there to be a world. And I yeah. want to go fishing in that world outside of my village and, and get out and like actually have a More giant like, place to explore. Like Harv- how Harvest Moon expanded. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my, my voice is changing. Like if your town was <laughs> in the corner of the Breath of the Wild map, Puberty. there'd be so much to do in Animal Crossing. You could actually go like out and meet people and, and, and find but, weird stuff. But you can't build houses out there, but you can no, go out. No, just in your yeah. village. Because it belongs to the government, forth. the land. You so <laughs> would there be... It belongs to yeah. Tom Nook. Yeah. I, I love oh. the idea of venturing forth as it's your little character with your axe and your and you have to go gather resources. Would there be dangers? Like... Ch- scorpions that chase you and try no. and sting you? Let's just make it Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> so my hope is a simple one. I hope there's local split screen. Oh, yeah. I hope there's co-op, like local co-op. They've never had that. They've never had local, right? Mm-hmm. They've but had they've, You have co-op. to sit in the room they've with gotten, your friend playing on the 3DS. Yeah, they've gotten great. really good at, at doing online, like visiting villages and all that. Mm-hmm. That used to be so limited, and yeah. it's much better. And now. I love I'm getting I'm very happy that they've gotten better at it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I love stealing furniture. I think the Switch is so <laughs> designed for that, right? Hand a Joy-Con to someone and just run around together, and I really hope there's very simple, easy drop-in, drop-out co-op in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, my fear 
is a very simple one as well. I hope it's not Amiibo Pals 2 or whatever. Amiibo Festival? Amiibo Festival oh, 2. okay. Everyone loved that game. Because they have not told us a name or a theme for this game. <sighs> no. And if they said, it's Animal Crossing, it's another mini-game game, no. I will I'll lose my mind. They wouldn't have walked out of E3 like and never I, come back. I agree. I don't think they would. But that is my deep down fear more than but there have been two spin-offs else. that is a good fear they, to have they yeah. did the the mobile game and then they did yeah. the 3ds spin-off the happy home designer or whatever so. i don't think that's this i don't think we have to worry about yeah. that but i still am you forever. put the fear in my mind now, though <laughs> can't shake it uh let's real quickly i i only want to touch on this one shortly because it's i, I think we don't need to uh fire emblem warriors is going to be out hero three houses later. it's fire emblem three houses three cheese yes, pizza I can. I mean, my my hope is that it starts with a song where somebody sings "Fire <laughs> Emblem." I like that theme song. Um, and my fear is that they're in their quest for accessibility. They'll make it a little bit too easy because mm. I all this franchise. I always like the challenge, and I always play it with permadeath. And I understand that it, it's smart to have a mode where you can turn that off. But I hope they don't. I, I I hope it pisses you off when you play it. I, yeah. I really like that. That's been a point of contention, I think, in recent mm-hmm. Fire Games 3DS. We've been yeah. a little bit on the easier side. Yep, for sure. Um, I guess I'll segue into mine. Uh, my hopes are I kind of want to see how these crazy big maps look. But they, they showed, like, when you go into battle, your main character has, like, a huge phalanx of people on their side. They're all charging with them. Yep. I want to see how that actually plays into combat. Like, do you have to, like, be sure that you're characters are backed up by all these grunts behind you. How does that play into tactics? And uh, I guess this kind of goes into my other uh, my other hope that I have is I want it to be more challenging. I want, like, the older Fire games had a lot more variety to, like, the objectives. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the 3DS games are just either you clear the entire map or you defend a place for five turns. Yeah. And, like, there were some pretty inventive ones. I remember, like, in Path of Radiance, there was, like, oh, you have to get around these... Uh, non-combatants that they're in your way but you can't hurt them you'd like push them out of the way if you kill them you lose the whole mission the the old ones also had the kind of like the spawn points where enemies would come in a lot like stairs and you could occupy them it's like a game of chess to block them out uh my fear is i don't want babies (laughs) that's the only good thing about the best game so You've said this before in the office, and I really like the time travel element and the concept that two characters can form a new one. Basically, if you haven't played Fire Emblem, dear listeners and viewers, um, you know the the game introduced the concept that soldiers like each other very much. When one blooms in the battlefield, (laughs) one is a bee, one is a flower. Um, You actually get a kid who who uh, combines the traits from those two characters, so you have a choice as to what kind of army you create, which I thought was so clever. Now, I agree, like, repeating that every time, it gets a little old, and it would be cool if they came up with something new. Yeah, I think it was fine in Awakening. I think they really stretched it when it became Fates and Conquest. No, Awakening is the prototype. Yeah. That is the one to, to like, look back to. I think it's the best Fire Emblem game. I, I don't think, think it's the best one, but that's fine. Um <laughs> But I well, think maybe the NES ones. Now that we have this school feature where you kind of train your units and there's more customization there, I'm assuming that I hope that they don't need to rely on having child characters be the ones you customize mm-hmm. in advance. And I think it also kind of limits the diversity of characters you find in the game, where if half of them are all kids, they're kind of set in stone like, oh, yeah, it's just you're the parent and now I'm the kid and that's my whole story. Mm. Like, I liked meeting characters throughout the story who had came from all walks of life and had all these backgrounds and they'd be conflicting with each other. Like, I want to see more of that. Well, I have bad news. This game is set in a school, so they're all kids. <laughs> yeah, so they're there all you <laughs> go. Everybody's a baby. That's right. 
You don't ever Sam, play do with babies. Yeah, I, I guess mine is that like I always get stuck in this thing in Fire Emblem where all my characters that I liked from the beginning I only use, and I never try new characters. Hmm. And it's because you have to kind of like surround your character and then let them get like the last hit in battle <laughs> so they like get XP. I yep. love it's, that. It, it is fun, but it makes me not do it. And just like psychologically, I need a way to grind in a fun way for new characters so I can try them out, or else I'll never try them out. Well, they mm. added they added kind of like side missions that you can do, so you can't you can grind ones, yeah. and obviously stuff you do in never town. Fun for me. Mm. Um, they always they always have that one villager you meet in the very beginning who's yeah. like super underpowered. Donald. But if you yeah. stick with them, they can be really good in the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. I like. But nobody does. My fear is just that they have some sort of extensive mobile game integration. I because then I just am gonna have to play Fire Emblem Heroes, oh, yeah. and I really okay. don't want to do that. I've played a lot. Uh, and my hope is that it's actually just Harry Potter themed, just full it's on Hogwarts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's that's what they're holding out on. Is they're actually gonna be like it's four houses, and they're just Gryffindor and Ravenclaw and all those. <laughs> and oh, you're I Hufflepuff. Yeah. Get used to it. Uh, yeah. Real fast, because we're running out of time on this one. But Pokemon Sword and Shield. Does anybody have any major hopes and fears for this one? We've seen more of this game than some than maybe stuff like uh, Luigi's Mansion. But there's still a lot in the up in the air. My hope is just that they show off or confirm that this region is gonna get connected to Kalos. Or just that you go to other regions in this game. That's a hope or fear? That's a hope. Okay. I really, really hope that they do that. Uh, and then my fear is just that they go back to the eight gym, really rigid structure that they had before Sun and Moon yeah. and kind of ignore that Sun and Moon ever happened. And I'm really scared they're going to do that. I don't know if they fully will, but I just really don't want them to. I liked how much Sun and Moon shook my, things up. My fear is exactly that it will be so similar to the last games, even with the it kind really of seems like more top-down view, you know, that, yeah. that, that approach. I'm hoping it'll feel fresh and new. And I really liked what happened with Breath of the Wild and how different that game felt. Or when we went from 2D Mario to Super Mario 64, and now we have these kind of two series mm -hmm. um, sitting side by side. That hasn't happened with Pokemon yet. Yeah, totally. That's exactly yeah. it. Imagine if you had a, a Breath of the Wild FI'd Pokemon where after you get your little starting town, you can go to any city you want, any gym you want, any region you want, yeah. and the Pokemon would either scale to your level or there'd be different depending on what like you know what your badge progress was you'd find different people so you could actually go where you wanted build your team of pokemon from wherever you chose and then take on gyms in your order you're choosing yeah or you encounter random oh, humans a la destiny you know <laughs> they've already shown cars and buses or and MMOs. trains in this but how great would it have been if they actually did set this 600 years ago and like the Pokemon were like a little bit weird, and people were like it's living in Europe, and it's like a fantasy game. It's that would prequel. be really cool. Yeah. They discover Pokemon for the first time. Like some yeah. kid goes in a cave, hits a wall, and behind it is a Snorlax. Yeah. Oh, now I, mean, I yeah. want that. Yeah, Sam. well, that would be the expansion the series needs to actually do something creative. The and Pokemon new origin and, story? Yeah. Maybe, so maybe Sam, they'll just make lean, that in, game. Maybe right, they'll just lean into the UK side of it, and everyone will be like drinking heavily the entire time. Okay. You never know. In this case, you know. Uh, let's move on to what came out this week, though. I, if anybody has any questions about uh, our hopes and fears, or if you have hopes and fears of your own for these big games, we skipped Mario Maker because we talked about that a lot in our last episode. So you can go back at, and check that out. Uh, and yeah, let us know in the comments what you want to or don't want to see about these games and the big games. And then post E3, we will see, uh, we'll see how we did. <laughs> see if any of these came true, good or bad. Uh, looking at what came out recently... Final. This is actually last week. Castlevania Anniversary Collection came out on the 16th. It is $20. It comes with 
Castlevania 1, 2, 3, Super Castlevania 4, Castlevania The Adventure, Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge, Castlevania Bloodlines. Only for Sega Genesis. Kid <laughs> Dracula, which was never before released in English. Ask your parents to hook it up. <laughs> and then a bonus ebook called History of Castlevania, Book of the Crescent Moon. Sam, you've been playing a little bit of this, Yeah, right? I can review each one of these games in uh, 10 words or less. Please do. Ooh, all right. Uh, Castlevania, perfect game. <laughs> Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest. Too difficult, too obscure, skip it, or use a guide. Uh, Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse, a less perfect game, but still wonderful. Technically awesome. Mm-hmm. Super Castlevania, best bass sounds I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Most amazing use of Mode 7, too. Yeah, Castlevania The Adventure, too slow to play. Castlevania 2, <laughs> Belmont's Revenge, too slow to play. Even, yeah, it's just also. <laughs> uh, Castlevania Bloodlines, uh, the goriest Castlevania, really fun. And Kid Dracula, uh, it's like a mod of Castlevania with a Dracula child. <laughs> well, it's more Mega Man. I yeah, mean, it, that's what I was saying. I was shouting that in the office a lot today. Sam's, Sam was Mega playing Man. this next to my shoot, desk all day. Mm-hmm, you shoot little pellets. You're a cute little guy. I it's feel just make, it's totally Mega Man or Goemon inspired. Watching it, it felt like they were making a Goemon game, and they're like, ah, let's just make an event. So, make which vampire. one of that is the best, Sam? Castlevania. Well, okay, yeah. so here's here's the question I would have. For someone who's just buying this and maybe never played any of these games, which are the first two you'd tell them to play? Because sure. obviously Castlevania is number one. Right? Uh, I would say you could, yeah, you could even start with three. Okay. It's it has multiple characters and it's very accessible and you kind of learn what you're supposed to do in the game. And, oh, okay. And, then and go back su- to Super just has awesome art. Super is equally accessible and everything. I, I, your character's too big in it, so it's yeah, it's, it's hard true. to kind of wrap your mind around the platforming. It just feels a little awkward. Um, hmm. But so it's like that's a good Castlevania game, but it's not like why people played the Twitch super good right. platformy Castlevania games. But the music gotcha. is fantastic. Like one is like that. so accessible and yeah. perfect, and the music in that game is great, and yeah. the, just the art. These games are works of art. Every <laughs> single scene is painted pixel by pixel to be unique and interesting. No Nintendo games did that. You, know, you see Super Mario Brothers games, and they just cycle that background through the whole level. Right? Is it Was it in 3 where you walk uh, in front of the destroyed village, like the rundown village, and then you descend and you actually get closer the to the buildings? Yeah. Or they one, really thought about the geography. It's really well done. Yeah, in 1, you like you know cross the bridge and you see this clock tower and this is like dripping with like moss and cobwebs and stuff. Like That's the mm. end of the game. Yeah. Like, you're slowly <laughs> working towards it. It gets bigger and bigger. and It's, it's, it's amazing. Like, I don't know how cool. that game was accomplished when it was. It, it's, it's so good. Yep. Not quite as old as that, but we did have uh, quite a re-release week in terms of mm-hmm. releases. Resident Evil 4 and the Resident Evil Origins collections, which uh, contain Resident Evil and Resident Evil Zero, uh, all came out on the 21st as a long... Wait, excuse me. They all came out on the 21st. They are each individually $30, or you can buy the Origins collections for 60 which isn't, isn't, isn't that deal? just 30 plus yeah. 30 Yeah, it's, I'm yeah. not sure about that one. We'll, but, have, to, we'll have to double check that what one. What a great deal. Uh, and maybe, also, maybe it saves space on your app screen. <laughs> <laughs> also, point. Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered came out on the 21st for $40. I know... Are any of you guys playing Resident Evil? I know Brian has been playing Resident Evil 4 on Switch. I played 4 last year for the first time. I slept on it for so long, and oh. do not sleep on 4. <laughs> it is so, so good. Yeah. One, good. Of the, one of the best games ever made. Ever. I mean, you, you'll probably be annoyed by the fact that when you're aiming your gun, you have to stop, right? That's mm-hmm. That's kind of like... Uh, the games were deliberately more slowly paced so that you would 
when you're trying to fight somebody off, you can't run away or strafe. Well, or, it was a GameCube you know, controller thing, yep. too, just like Metroid Prime, right? That's it's right. Like it didn't have dual analog sticks in the same way we know them to be now. But they did that on purpose, too, right? Mm -hmm. They want you to run out of ammo and get bitten in the head. But Use the turnaround R button. RE4 is notable for the fact that it's so varied. Like, there's an entire kind of, like, open... Uh, a village hub that you can explore and defend level. yourself. There's a there's there's a level. There's so many different well, gameplay styles. I remember Matt Casmussina's review of this. It's still like remind. I still think of his words today because he talked about how you start in a village and you're it's kind of hub like, and then all of a sudden you're in mines, and then you're in a castle, then you're in a mansion, mm -hmm. then you're in like you know this underground scary place, ski. and then you're in a, a war zone with things exploding, and like it's like how did yeah then you're on an island. It's like how did you get from place to place. It's like when you see Ghosts and Goblins, the old game, you see the map, yeah. and it's like you know, all the places you go through, and you're in the castle in the end. It's, yep. like, it's such a cool feeling to work through and, that game. And then RE, the remake, uh, is just a fantastic game from kind of like a, from an art perspective and a rare example of somebody revisiting old source material, editing it, and adding new things that are actually good. Mm -hmm. Like they added more menace to it, more things following you around, and especially as a returning player, it really messed with you. Which but was so cool. it has you you tank control. It does have <laughs> tank controls. I've never liked tank control. I'm sorry, but I tried to play that when it came out on the GameCube, I could not do it. Mm. You'll get used to it after like 30 minutes. It. It must it's been, so good, though. It must have been cool playing Resident Evil 4. Did you play it before or after 2? Uh, before. Because you did the whole guide for 2, so you yeah. were very prepared for it. Yes. For if you played 2 and, and won another game to play, like 4 is the only other one. Like mm -hmm. that's the other game. Revelations are okay, but not nowhere near as Dude, good as do four. Do not tell and people to play Revelations. <laughs> Revelations 2 I had no, fun with. No, no, no. You can say 5 and I'll back you up. Wow. Yeah. Revelations. And, and then Assassin's Creed 3... You know, I, I love the concept behind the game and the the setting um, in America and all that, but that's my least favorite one. It is the one, one I hate finished. I but you hate finished it I because it, you started it. Was a, it? it was a launch Wii U title, and yeah. I oh, bought yeah. it for the Wii U when it launched, and I was like halfway through, I'm just like, why isn't this game ending? Why do these people suck? Yeah, I want to go back to playing the bad guy at the beginning. That was so much more fun. <laughs> but, so I I, I just <laughs> yeah. kept going through all. I seemed through all the story. Just to get to the end, I won't spoil the ending, but it's yeah. it's so the ending mission is just so dumb. I'm just like, what happened? If yeah. you liked, uh, what was the the one where you do play the bad guy? That was the one. Uh, no, it was the, the one they built Black off Black. four. It was Rogue. Yeah, yeah. Rogue. you were just this this character's family in four. No, Ro so Rogue and Black Flag are the games that basically came out of three. Right, three was the test bed for, uh, for naval both warfare. Of those okay, games. Right. So Rogue is the one we were specifically the because because yeah. yeah. three introduced ship combat and yes. then Black Flag just ran with it. And yes. three introduced this idea of like, what if you played as a Templar? And then Rogue just ran with it. Yeah, yeah. Rogue also has the ship stuff like the whaling and all that. I appreciate yeah. three for what it did for other games. I think it's yeah. not a terrible but game, but it's definitely rough. It's, it set up the the best Assassin's Creed in the series, which is Black. Flag, yeah, right. um, absolutely. Followed by Greek. Odyssey, followed by Origins. Yep. Yep. It was the order. <laughs> <That's> the order. <laughs> but it's still like the, I consider the Assassin's Creed one, two, and three like the original trilogy of like Desmond's right. story, and that went out with a whimper. Like yeah. they just realized where do where do we go with this? Crazy the story, story doesn't. The story doesn't work. Didn't. The modern time stuff is silly. But yeah. the games yeah. are really good. And three is is worth a look if you're totally into the series. But it it is far from the best one. I remember it being pretty, but there's no way ten years on that yeah. it's pretty anymore. Yeah, it's and then just dated. in newer games, Team Sonic Racing came out on the 21st as well for forty dollars. That is good. 
Yeah, and people are enjoying it, which is so. I have heard the. I haven't been able to verify, but people are saying that compared to the PS4, it runs at 30 FPS. It does. Yes, the switchboard is a little bit slower. Is bad for racing games. It's a bummer for sure, but Mm -hmm. uh, one to at least know is not terrible. It's just so funny on the Switch when you have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. It's hard to recommend another. You kids are so spoiled nowadays. Diddy Kong Racing ran at like nine and a half (laughs) frames per second. (laughs) I did enjoy that game. Yeah. Uh, I'd also like to talk a little bit about just generally if anybody's got anything they've been playing lately that they're excited about but I think people that follow me on Twitter will be mad at me if I don't talk about Xenoblade Chronicles 2. So you're playing that right now? Finally, finally, yeah. finally. Okay. I uh, I was craving a JRPG and I put out a poll asking people if I should play Final Fantasy 12, Tales of Vesperia or Xenoblade and Xenoblade won pretty handily uh, and so I finally pulled the trigger on it. I bought myself the 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 passes the hundred dollar passes okay. so I can bank one for some of these other games that are coming out later and yeah I'm about three hours in and really enjoying it it's really really cool the cutscenes rule the voice acting rules I love the entire idea can I say one being thing a cloud pirate salvaging person so I didn't play I watched a friend stream it and I have to say the best thing ever that I've seen was that they subvert uh, your expectations by having an anime cat girl have a Welsh accent. She does, I and think. And that's amazing, and I think that's so cool. All the accents are in general are just like, they're a little bit different, and they're pretty dang cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm just very into the game. The cutscenes, there are moments on the train where I'll just put down my Joy-Con and just like watch like an anime, because <laughs> they're really, really well animated. And they're the combat is, everyone was warning me that it gets super complex and confusing, and you'll have to push through it. And I was like, this is fine. It's it's simple enough. Chilling hour yeah. three. And then it just like clicked, and I was like, oh man, this is really weird and complex. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't put Dragon Quest on your poll. Uh, I've tried Dragon Quest Eleven, and oh, I do not okay. like it. Okay. Uh, it's just not for me. And I, I respect the people who do, just not quite what I'm into. Okay. So I'm playing mostly games on other platforms right now, but I did stick with Crystal Crisis. I talked about it a little bit last uh, last week, which yeah. is uh, kind of a, a take on Puzzle Quest, uh, a, a match for a puzzle game that you can play two-player versus, and it's really fun. It makes me angry to play against Justin Davis, but I will keep on playing this. Um, it's got awesome characters to unlock that I don't think we can still talk about. Uh, and then I, uh, I'm about to start on 39 Days uh, uh, to Mars, which you recommended to yeah, play. Yeah, I do. Uh, 39 Days to Mars is a game I played when it came out on Steam yeah. a year or two ago. It's a little, it'll take you two hours at the most to beat. Oh, okay. It's that short. Very short. Little co-op game that you can play single player also, but you can play the entire game two player. It starts off says recommended you play this as co-op. Yeah, and it's it's easy enough to do that too, especially uh-huh. on Switch. I haven't played the Switch version specifically, uh, and it is a little bit pricey for such a short game for some people. I think it's fifteen dollars, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know for a very very brief game, not you know, that's a little little bit on the higher side. Uh, but if you like cute little weird co-op games, and you have you know, you're in a position where you, mm-hmm. that's not too much money to you. Like, yeah, I'd check it out for sure. Yeah, but I'm honestly, I mean, it's it's kind of a slow period for new game releases. There yeah. isn't a ton out across all the different platforms. So I've been meaning to catch up on a whole bunch of stuff. OTTD, um, I've been playing a little bit off, um, and then Project Nimbus is the uh, the mech game. I talked a little bit about it last week yeah. that I want to uh, spend some some quality time with. And then you know, I'm still not done with uh, Mario plus Rabbits. That was the one I never finished and I'm going back to. Oh, nice. good. But now I'm That's kind great. of like you talking about Xenoblade. I, kinda, uh, Xenoblade I should stick is, with one. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm 
definitely going to hit a wall with that game, and I'm no. I, I've had mm-hmm. enough people already tell me, and thank you for telling me this, everybody, <laughs> that you know that's going to happen, and you just got to push through it. And yeah. honestly, the fact that it's on Switch is helps with that because mm-hmm. you can just play it on the train and not worry about it. Because what else are you going to do? Yep. You know. Anybody else got anything? burning they'd like to talk about not on nintendo unfortunately <laughs> and shouldn't talk about that so well you you said you're playing shadow of war that's the game funny my copy at home went missing so kind of was on steam does it he's also playing rage 2 does it say ps I, I don't want to admit that fact <laughs> okay yeah, rage I'm, looks I'm, fun yeah, uh, rage yeah. Awesome. yeah. i like yeah. rage more than it. you yeah but i think it's hate it's, is a strong word i'm just that you impressively use. bored by it it's i think it is potato chips the video game it's just Snacky. It's fun. vanilla potato cool. chips or salt. Oh, I'm sorry. Salt. <laughs> vanilla meaning like sounds so bad. Vanilla meaning like. <laughs> Why does that sound well, so bad? It does sound bad. And, and I just wanted to back up Tom on his Yoshi review. I finally got through most of that game. I'm trying to 100% it, and I think it's uh, totally worth everybody. It's really it. fun. It's yeah. Beautiful and fun. Yeah. It's the only Yoshi game I've liked after Yoshi's Island, basically. Hmm. Should I buy Team There's Sonic actually, Racing? Nah. There's no? actually a question about that. Well, let's move into question block. I'll do it. Uh, a great little game that. Let's see, where was it? Aha! David Barber on Facebook says, when Nintendo can make easy characters for hard games such as Funky Kong and Tropical Freeze and Toadette <laughs> in New Super Mario Deluxe, should they also add in hard characters for game like Yoshi, games like Yoshi and Kirby? So things with, like less health, shorter timers when applicable, and worse jumps just to give people more worse options. Worse jumps, don't do that, ever. Because I still to this day love Super Mario World 2, and it's probably the only Yoshi game worth playing. It is. he yeah. says. So that actually reminds me, if you use the Ganondorf Amiibo in Twilight Princess HD, you took double damage. There you go. That's actually a good example. That was the hard mode. And Yoshi's Crafted World kind of does this, where if you just don't wear a costume, the game is significantly harder. But uh, for me, it's easier to platform without the costume because I hate looking at them. (laughs) It's like confusing. But like like because they're all like giant. Yeah, they are very big. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting for like a game like New Super Mario Brothers to have one of the player characters. Who's who's wimp. got some sort of handicap, but yeah. it's um it's tough to balance that, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I feel like you know you could use amiibo in that way of just like make a hard mode or give you less life. Like Ganondorf, it's always the hard mode. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Be the Ganondorf I hard like mode. That. Yep. I like when the characters have like a trade off. Like maybe they can float for a little bit, but they they get they die in one hit. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, stuff like that. I just love the idea that Nintendo will like never puts difficulty selections in any of their games. They put weird alternate characters <laughs> that are just worse <laughs> or better. I mean, I still think Funky Kong should be in every video game. Every game should have a funky mode. And he can't. I'm down. He can't. You uh, can't ever get hurt by spikes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Ganondorf amiibo, Sarah Hollins asks, "Do you think we'll see any cool new amiibo announced at E3 this year?" A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Any predictions? I, mean, I hope not. I hope crossing line. I hope Joker. not. Obviously, you're, you're going to get something from Link's Awakening. Yeah, like mm, really in good. that style. Oh, um, they that would be nice. So perfect. I think toys, they'll have right? something for every one of their titles: Pokemon Sword and Shield too. Whatever new hot Pokemon they'll they'll reveal. Um, what were the other games that they showed? Luigi's Mansion. Mansion. We yeah. haven't had a Luigi with a vacuum cleaner yet. Yeah, yep. that's actually a really right? good point. Yep. Oh, man, I'm, so. lo- I'm just looking forward to that second line of uh, Animal Crossing. And then there will be 500 Fire Emblem <laughs> characters, <laughs> as usual, and all of them will be in Smash Brothers. Uh, a quick email question that I, I just want to set the record straight here. Hmm. Uh, Matt emailed us at nvc at ign.com, says, My name's Matt, and I've been listening for a while and enjoy it every week. Last week, you guys had a conversation about which Smash Bros. character would win in a bout of fisticuffs. You guys decided on Donkey Kong as one of the victors over Little Mac, 
Well, in 20, 2009's Punch-Out for Wii, Donkey Kong appears as a secret boss to be beaten. Given that Little Mac has canonically beaten Donkey Kong, does this switch out those two characters for your option, or does this change things completely? Thanks for all that you do. Thanks for helping me get the thing every week. I would say that Donkey Kong wins that bout more often than he loses it. I think that's a great point. Mm -hmm. And the point I made, because somebody brought this up in the YouTube comments, and I fought very vehemently against <laughs> it. A, Little Mac's always going to win in his own game. Fight him in Smash Bros. That's even turf, right? Yep. That's yep. no yeah. home field advantage. And B, they put gloves on Donkey Kong. Oh, Take off the gloves. Donkey right. Kong, no contest. Yep. Okay. That's my mind. We got it settled. Right. Sorry, Matt. Anyway. Uh, we did have a wizard question, but he didn't have time to ask, answer or ask it because uh, we ran out of time. But thank you very much for joining us, everybody. This has been NVC. You can find us every Thursday at 3 p.m., basically anywhere where you can find podcasts, That's uh, right. including on IGN.com. You can also email us, as I said, NVC at IGN.com. You can message any of us on Twitter at the places that are on the screen right now. Uh, if you're listening on the podcast, I'm at Tom R. Marks. Sam? At Samuel IGN. Brendan? At Raga underscore Fraga. And Pear? At Pear IGN. And uh, thank you very much for watching. Remember, NBC is the only place where you can get the thing. Also, Patrick Swayze in Ghost was a good ghost. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think you need to rewatch that. I'm ending this right now. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.